Moon Knight is finally here. My most anticipated MCU project of 2022 is happening, and I'm giving you a full review and breakdown of episode one right now on 15 Minutes of Marvel. There was an idea. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. I can do this all day. What are they called again? Annulax batteries. Harvey Larry batteries. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. I control the truth. Mysterio is the truth. Boom. You looking for this? What is up? What is up? And welcome back to 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast that gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in pretty much 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. It's a big day for the pod. It's a big day for me. It's a big day for Oscar Isaac. It's a big day for Moon Knight. It's, it's, it's a big day for Marvel. It's just a, it's a big day. It's just a really freaking big day. Today in the pod, you guessed it. That is right. I'm talking Moon Knight episode one, baby. I can't believe it's finally here. I can't believe we did it. We made it, everybody. We are here. Moon Knight is happening. And I've watched episode one. And uh, I, I can't believe that I've finally seen episode one. The characters, the storyline, the violence, the camera work, the cute little goldfish that I know now understand uh, the poster that they released the day before. So uh, we'll talk about all of these things. I'm, I'm talking about all of it right now because I can't wait any longer. No quick MCU news update. No, you know, before we get to the good stuff, nope. I'm just going full send on Moon Knight. We're just diving right in. I'm not even going to mess around. There's lots of MCU news out there. Go find it if you want it. I will report on it as soon as Moon Knight has left the building of this episode. Uh, because Moon Knight is just is just all-encompassing. There's too much to talk about right now. And, you know, we got a new project on our hands. And with a new project, I, I like to fully dedicate the episode of the pod to this new project. So, as many of you know, and if you haven't been listening to the podcast, uh, welcome, and now you do know, this is my most anticipated MCU project of 2022. I think it looks the best out of every single movie and TV show that is coming down the pipeline this year, and yes, that is including Multiverse of Madness. And look, I might eat my words here in, uh, in a couple months when Multiverse of Madness comes out and, and just totally changes all of our lives, but for now, I'm sticking to it, and, and there are lots of reasons why, but let's dive into this episode one. This is a full spoiler review of Moon Knight. So if you haven't seen the episode yet, go watch the episode, come back, listen to the podcast. Uh, I don't want to be the guy that spoils it for you. I, I, I could not stand myself if I was that guy. So go watch it. Go check it out. Go indulge in the, the beauty that is Moon Knight. And then come back and listen to this spoiler podcast. Uh, so Let's talk about spoilers right off the bat. We've got the opening scene. There were lots of things I liked about this episode, okay? There are lots of things I liked about this show right from the get-go, right from the start, uh, and it's quite a long list. So I'm going to talk about the things that I like first, then we'll get into the things that I, I didn't necessarily like. There were a couple things that I, I, didn't, I wasn't a fond of uh, in this episode. So I'm not saying it was perfect, but I liked the opening scene. I thought it was a really smart way to set the tone for the episode. You get... Ethan Hawke performing this ritual and then adding broken glass to his shoes, walking out. It's dark. It's mysterious. It instantaneously sets the tone for the show where things are going to be dark and weird and you're not going to know and you don't understand, but that's okay because we're all on this journey together. I think it was a really smart kind of opening scene and I like starting it with Ethan Hawke. I like starting it with Arthur Harrow because it gives us this, this idea that, wow, okay, there is a baddie out there. there. There's a guy we have to be worried about. And uh, and first and foremost, he's probably a pretty bad guy because we're getting him first. So I think it played really well. I really liked the introduction to this to this show. I do want to ask a question right off of the right off of the bat here. Uh, because, you know, I feel like I've been I've been coming to the pod 
with some hot takes. I feel like I've been doing a lot of hot takes recently, and I'm just going to keep it up and come out with a hot take. Uh, and, and you know what? This isn't a, a personal opinion. This is more of a question. This is more of a question. So I guess I have a hot take question. Is this Moon Knight Episode 1, was this the best MCU pilot episode to date on Disney Plus? We're talking WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, What If, uh, uh, Hawkeye, all, all, everything, uh, everything under the sun here. Now we've got Moon Knight. Is this the best episode one that we have yet? I would rate I would I would wager and say yes. Uh right out of the right out of the gate, but again, I just got done watching it uh maybe an hour ago. So, I don't want to I don't want to say that right now, but I feel like it's a pretty strong feel like it's a pretty strong answer. Uh and and let's let's talk about why because I think what this episode did so well was focus on Moon Knight. I think that's one thing and we talk about Hawkeye. Where did we start Hawkeye? The Battle of New York. Back to the Avengers. We talk about uh, Loki. Where did we start Loki? Going through past events that have already happened. Where did we start Moon Knight? We started with Oscar Isaac. We started with the Ethan Hawke. We started in London. We started with nothing else from the MCU. And some people might have some issues with that, but I loved it. I adored it. I think it tells us that Moon Knight is here, and this is the character that you need to care about. It doesn't need to be intertwined into the MCU to be a character that you need to care about. And I think that works on multiple levels. For for my perspective, it works because I am just so drained about constantly hearing about New York and where things are going in the future and the multiverse and and where everything is headed, right? I think it's a nice change of pace to be like, well, let's just forget all that exists for a second. And and maybe by the time we get to the end of this six episode season maybe we don't forget it exists i'm sure it'll end up playing a pretty big role but you know what let's just push it to the side for a brief moment and let's just live in the now let's just live in the moment with steven grant with mark specter with oscar isaac as moon knight and i love that i think it's really important and the second reason i think that works so well is because People that are not as obsessed with the MCU, people that have fatigue when it comes to the interconnectivity of this property are going to look at Moon Knight and they're going to say, oh, finally, awesome, a show that I can just watch, a show that I can just watch and understand it's a show about one character, and that's who I care about, and that's why I'm watching the show. I'm not watching the show because I want to know more about how the, the Time Variance Authority works and how the multiverse works. No, I'm just watching the show because I care about Oscar Isaac, or I care about Ethan Hawke, or I care about London, or Moon Knight, or whatever it is that brings you into this show, that's what the focus is here. And I think that is really a, a smart play for this show uh, for, for a lot of a lot of reasons. Uh, the songs were fire in this episode. Let's just say that. A Man Without Love by Engelbert Humperdinck uh, going to be in the conversation for the best needle drop in the MCU. It's a fact. It's, it's fantastic. I think the ability to portray... Steven's sadness uh right off of the bat real like real quick lonely as a man without love uh what are we talking about are we talking about love for a, a love of, of a girlfriend love of himself love of Khonshu Lo there's there's lots of different answers to that question uh I think the MCU continues to find songs that speak so directly to their projects to their characters I keep thinking of Loki they're just bangers all throughout Loki and then we get Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go uh, by Wham, and that is incredible because this whole episode, we don't know <laughs> what day it is, what time it is, if we're in a dream, if we're in a nightmare, 
what reality is. Uh, it's all one big misdirect of, of where are we going. So I think the, the songs played really well for this episode. Uh, shout out. Shout out to the songs. Let's talk about the two stars. We've got Oscar Isaac. We've got Ethan Hawke mainly in this episode. Oscar Isaac, he's the star of the episode. That, uh, that's, that's just a fact. The physical acting, the facial expressions, his ability to make us buy into and believe the fractured reality that we are finally understanding or starting to understand or getting uh, the fractured reality that his character is enduring and undergoing, we are buying into that. And so far, one episode in, I know we've got five to go. I've only seen the one that is available to the public. I think the marriage of Oscar Isaac and the story of Moon Knight, the story of a fractured reality, a man who cannot discern between nightmares and reality is is a really beautiful marriage. I think it's working really well and it works for me on all levels uh, so far. Ethan Hawke was really good for the minimal screen time that he had. He wasn't in the episode a whole lot, uh, I'm, but look, I'm gonna hype up my boy, Ethan Hawke. That's my guy, that's my dude. Uh, I would say like Jake Gyllenhaal, Ethan Hawke, right there. Uh, the Before Trilogy is, is one of my favorite trilogies of all time. Uh, Ethan Hawke is wonderful in pretty much everything he does. And I think he's got the potential to be really dark, really strange, uh, really a, a, a moving force in this show and a really good counterbalance to Oscar Isaac's character that is not rooted in reality to have Ethan Hawke's uh, be so rooted in ancient history and ancient reality. Uh, and I, I think that'll be really interesting to see. So I hope he shows up more as the episodes continue to go on. I hope he gets more and more screen time. I don't know why you would bring in Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac uh, only for them to to not take up the majority of the screen time. Uh, and look, I'm just going to take a brief hot second here to say I'm sitting here talking about a, talking about Moon Knight, A, for starters. Like, talking about Moon Knight getting his own show is, is wild enough, but talking about Moon Knight, a Disney Plus MCU show, an MCU series, which by now we are used to getting MCU series. Uh, so that's nothing new. Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke. In an MCU show that we can stream every single Wednesday and just watch it in the comfort of our homes. Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. Two massive, massive movie stars, people. I just, I can't, I just can't believe it. the MCU has come so far. I, there are moments like this where I'm just like, wow, this is incredible. This is incredible. And I try not to take anything like that for granted. We've had some incredible casting in the MCU and it just continues to get better and better. And it just continues to prove that the people want to be in the MCU. But Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke, this is it's just wonderful, wonderful things. Uh, let's talk about the use of reflections, the use of mirrors, and all the cool camera things that we saw in the episode. I think the one thing that I kept just being enamored with, the one thing that I kept going back to and saying, like, wow, that was really cool. Wow, I like that about this episode, is the technical aspect of the show. Look, it wasn't anything groundbreaking. It's not anything particularly uh, new in, in or special in terms of, shows or movies or like general filmmaking or cinema or whatever you want to call it. It's not anything new, but for the MCU, I think it shows a level of depth, a level of care at every single turn of this episode to use reflections, mirrors, puddles, love the puddle shot uh, that constantly reinforce this theme of, of multiple personalities of, of a fractured reality, not understanding what is what, and even giving us that iconic three personalities shot in the mirror. I think that was really smart. That's a great nod. And I, I love the continued nature of it. It's not just a, a trick or like a one-off, you know, kind of a one trick pony where it's like, ah, that was a cool shot and we'll never see it again. 
we continually get reflections and mirrors and settings where we are seeing two different Stevens or Steven and Moon Knight or, or whatever it may be. Um, and I think that is really, really cool. And, and at the end of the day, not just using them to portray moments of this, like kind of like multiple personality situation, but that last scene, the last scene in the episode where he's in a room full of mirrors, we, the audience member, the viewer are being told, this is what Steven's mind is like constantly. This is what it is. He is a room full of mirrors. He's unsure of who or what is real and fighting against himself on a constant basis. And it really tells us that you understand now. You welcome. You've you've come 40 minutes into this episode and this is what Steven's mind is like and we give you a little bit more information and and pull you along that much further to say, "Wow, it's pretty intense. Things are pretty wild inside the mind of of Steven." And I love that. I think the ability for this reflection that we get so often to show a, a completely different Steven, a completely different Oscar Isaac, a different demeanor, a different tone, a different action than his physical being, his, his real body is showing us, is really dope. I thought that was really cool. I thought it worked well, added to this dark nature of the show. Uh, I hope, like I kind of just said, I hope it's not a one-trick pony. I hope it's not like a one-episode thing. Like, let's lure you in with some cool stuff. I don't think it'll be... Uh, I think they'll they'll keep with it because it's really important to the to the show, to the storytelling, uh, but you never know. Uh, I like the pacing of this episode. I thought it worked really well. For me, it kind of came off like a three-act story. We've got act one, right? We, we meet Steven. We've got this classic Monday man. Nothing seems to be going right. Uh, he kind of has some weird things about him. We don't really know. We've got some shackles, some tapes, some weird stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's okay. We're just We're just meeting him. We're just getting to know him. Act two, this is where we get the bulk of our action. We've got a car chase that I don't think looked good, remotely good, not in the slightest. I'll, I'll talk about that in a, in a hot second, but I thought it was it was bad. It was really, really, really bad. Um, but I again, I'll talk about that more in a second. We've got the introduction of Arthur Harrow uh, on, a, on a little bit better level. We see his powers. Uh, we kind of understand Stephen that, that has something of Arthur's. And, you know, we get uh, a lot of action sequences. And then we've kind of got this final act, act three in the museum, where we think Steven is finally succumbing to his dreams, to his nightmares, seeing Kanshu in the streets and Arthur Harrow turns out to be frighteningly real. And then the monster in the museum is like actually also real. And then we get his full transformation. We get his full transformation to Moon Knight that has been alluded to this entire time. The episode doesn't give anything away as it goes on. It keeps us guessing. It keeps us wondering. And I like that about this episode. It keeps us kind of like this carrot and stick situation where we're like, oh, I just, oh, I just want a little bit more. I just want a little bit more, you know, give me a little bit more uh, taste of it because it continues to pique my interest. Uh, I thought the costume was dope. I think the reveal was okay. I think it would have worked incredibly better. It would have been fucking epic if we didn't see this reveal in the trailer. I think we, we've seen this scene for six or eight weeks now, and it was still cool for sure because he finally got this, gets this big transformation to Moon Knight, but it would have been really, really cool if we were like, whoa, that's Moon Knight. Oh, shit, that's Moon Knight. Like, that would have been cool. Um, we've got uh, some really nice exchanges. I'll just mention real fast. The got a, a Duchamp Easter egg in his, his phone records. Uh, if you don't know who this character is, go back, listen to my my um, Moon Knight primer. I, I talked about some of the comic book characters, and I actually really liked, I thought this was pretty funny, and I, I don't know if 
if anybody else took it this way. Um, but this kind of meta vibe that we kind of get in the in the show for for a really brief second. It's in this final one of the final scenes in the museum where Stephen and Arthur are talking to each other, and Arthur mentions something about an avatar. And Steven says something to the likes of, oh, yeah, Avatar, Blue People, right? I really liked that movie. And continues and says one more thing about Avatar, the movie. And Arthur says, Steven, stop it. I thought that was really funny. I thought it was really smart. Obviously, he's saying, like, look, listen, I'm, I'm trying to have a conversation with you here. We're talking about real Avatar situation, uh, not the movie. But I also think it works on kind of a meta level of, like, hey, stop it. Stop enough with the jokes, like enough with the MCU property, enough with the or the Disney property, enough with the Disney IP. Can we just stop? Like, can we we're trying to have a real conversation. Let's just have a real conversation. And, you know, this can this can snowball into a greater, larger conversation of the MCU and its uh, inability to maybe take itself seriously when it needs to take itself seriously and always fill those gaps with some comedy. So I think this was interesting. I, I love that it kind of is a little bit meta of like. That's enough. You know, we we get the point. Um, the things I didn't like, I did not like the CGI car chase. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest with you. I thought the car chase in general makes sense for the story. Um, I think that being in this nightmare and hearing this like kind of voice, this overlord telling Steven what to do and him listening is very important for us from a story perspective to understand just how real his nightmares feel or how real his reality feels. We don't quite know yet what it is. Um, but it's important to understand that it all feels very real to him, but the car chase itself was some pretty bad CGI. Um, and I, I get that you're not actually going to pull that off. Like that's just not going to be real. I get it. Um, but like, maybe let's think of something, think of a way around it. Think of something else. Think of uh, something else that might not require so much CGI, especially uh, logs falling and like knocking people off of a cliff. That uh, was pretty, uh, pretty rough to watch uh, for, for me. For me, uh, I think everybody obviously entitled to your your own opinion. I've got a couple thoughts on Twitter that I want to talk about briefly, and then we'll we'll cap this episode. And I, now I knew this was going to be a long episode. I knew it was going to go long because it's Moon Knight and it's episode one premiere, and we're we're talking. We're just here here to chat. Uh, a lot of people liked. It. I think one really cool thing comes from uh, at Smash Trivia John. He says he loved it um, and really hopes that the final episode starts off with an explicit TVMA warning. I think that would be really a cool thing for this show to do, to continually and progressively get more violent, get darker, get more intense as the Moon Knight character decides to be uh, more prevalent and become more of our reality that we're seeing more often. I think that would be really smart and a really interesting kind of tonal growth for the show instead of just keeping it the same for six episodes. Um, I think that would be a really, really cool thing. We'll, we'll see. A lot of people mention uh, the camera work. Thomas Carter Rochester, good friend of the pod, mentioned the camera work and, and really uh, putting us in Oscar Isaac's shoes. Uh, the questions, the mysteries, I think this episode uh, felt deliberately from Steven's perspective. I'm curious if we'll get other things uh, in the future and understand the missing gaps in the next episodes. I think that's a really good point as well. Uh, and I think there were a, a lot of good things about this episode. Now, I will circle back to the question that I asked at the beginning of the pod. Is this the best pilot episode of an MCU Disney Plus show? I think I think it's up there. I think it's got the possibility. I have to go through, and, and that sounds like another episode of the pod to me, where I go through, we, we watch all of, the, all of the series premieres, 
And we can talk about that because I think it's it's in the running uh, for sure. But I love this. I love Oscar Isaac. I love Ethan Hawke. I am absolutely here for this show. And I think that it is only going to get better is what I think. And that is my hope, honestly. Uh, I think this episode is really, really strong way to start the series to have us focus on Moon Knight. It has a 92% uh, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I love that so much. I think I'm going with like a like a four and a half out of five. That car chase really brought me down. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest with myself. Look, you know, that's part of the pot. I got to be honest with myself. I got to be honest with you. Not everything is 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 butterflies and unicorns and rainbows, but I do I do love this show so far, and I can't wait until next Wednesday. I'm really excited to see what happens next and to see where the Moon Knight character goes now that we have seen our first full transformation into Moon Knight. What did you think of episode one of Moon Knight? Let me know on Twitter at 15 Minute Marvel. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on any major podcast platform. A special shout out to the patrons of the show. Brandon Clark, Hajir Shakib, Reagan Knopp, Alan Cole Peacock, Ben Lawhorn, Corelli, Christina, Mike Zego, TJ Zorch, and Jessica. Thank you all so, so much. You are all amazing. I have a really fun Patreon-exclusive episode coming down the pipeline uh, for April. I've got some really cool stuff planned, so uh, be sure to go check that out if you want to be involved in, in the cool stuff that, that's coming down the pipeline. I will see you back here next time. I am Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster.